This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Once again, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Travis. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TravPlaysGames. And sitting across from me, as always, wearing mostly a black t-shirt, but this time with gray sleeves, and a fresh haircut, the one and only, the McAxel. Welcome, everybody, to the 68th episode Mm -hmm. of the Polykill Podcast. We're one away from 69, which is kind of a big deal. You want to tell everybody why it's a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because sometimes the lady will get on top. Right. And the guy will get on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like in a six. Yeah. And she'll be mostly doing what you might call a nine. Sure. That's why 69 is a big deal. It's a sex position. <laughs> it is a sex position. But that's next episode. We're talking about 68. 68, this is a brand new episode. We're going to talk about the games we've beat. We're going to talk about the games we've bought. We're going to talk about the games you've beat. And we're going to talk about E3. That's right. And, right. you know, a podcast around E3 wouldn't be an E3 podcast unless you talked about E3 in it. Well, you're damn right. Mm-hmm. You're goddamn right. And the reason why is because it's near... <laughs> <laughs> the reason why is because it's near E3. No, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And, and, the, and the go back to 69, which we love to do. <laughs> Always. Next episode, um, we are, we've, we've sent out a poll on the Twitter, um, and we were asking folks, you know, what night of the week are you, do you normally 69? And we've laid out a few for you. Thursday, the 14th. Right. Uh, Monday the seventeenth. No, that's the eighteenth. Yep. Monday the eighteenth. Right. Are you yeah, sure about yeah, that? One hundred percent. I might have. I might have made the troll. The troll. I might have made the poll incorrectly. Okay. Either way, Thursday, Sunday, mo- or Monday. We're doing Sunday too. No, no, no that's no, Monday, Father's Day. Monday, Monday or Tuesday. It's Thursday, Monday or Tuesday. Okay. There we go. It's on Twitter. It's in. The, it's in a poll. If you follow uh, at Polykill Podcast or at yeah. Polykill, just at Polykill, right? Just Is that our Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. If you follow that. You'll see there is a poll. We're, we're asking you, when would you like to 69 with us? We're going to be 69 and live for y'all. We want you to be there and watch. Yeah. And uh, it'll be, you know, we did this for our 50th episode. We're going to do the, pretty much the same thing here, live on Twitch, that kind of thing. So Wow, it's been that long. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It was nearly, well, I guess at this point, 18 episodes ago. Uh, yeah, it's exactly That's right. 36 weeks ago. Yep, That's indeed. crazy. It's been a while. It's been a while. Whoa! And that went on without, or went off without a hitch. Yeah, a lot of pre-hitches, though. A lot of, a lot of pre-hitches. But Post-hitches yeah. were, were, were few and far between, so right. that was good. Yes. So please, uh, if, if you have an opinion of what night you would like to, to partake in a 69-inch between two men, please jump in there, vote, let us know when uh, would be a good night for you, because we want you to be there. We want as many people there as possible, because, uh, you know, it's... For a podcast with the sophomoric humor that we have, sixty nine is obviously a milestone. Absolutely, and, and we can't we can't skirt around this. We can't we can't do it. We can't get by it. We have to we have to engage it. Like you know, the STC pod guys had their big sixty nine, right. and it's just a big thing. It's like a big celebration. Welcome to not. the sixty nine club. So right. that's what we want to do. So enough of that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But be sure to to either let us know or at least tune in, and we'll let you know on Twitter when that will be for sure. Now, recently, Jake, I uh, <clears throat> released that volume four of the old pickups video. 
Yes, where you I, did. I picked up. So did you watch it? I sure did. You, you had did. that pop up video. Did a little uh, pop up video. Did a little fun stuff I there. Enjoyed that. Some good self aware humor. It's I good like to call it. yourself out a few times. And uh, you know that was a lot of fun. So be sure to check that out on Twitter. Uh, if you're still interested in going to Chicago, there are still rooms available. We would like for you to come. You would need to once again go to cartridgeclub.org or ask a friend how to figure that out because once again it's it's buried on the internet somewhere. But you can figure out how to go book your room and get involved and be there. That'd be great. Yeah. Great to see you there. So we last week into July the. 26th through the 30th, 31st, 29th, somewhere in there. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Jake, uh, that God of War video, is it? Uh, it is forthcoming, and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I uh, the, Some of you know uh, that I recently got a new laptop because I, I guess half-ass posted about it on Twitter. I was like, I went from a second-gen i7 to an eighth-gen i5. And even though the i5 is considered to be, you know, uh, inferior somewhat to the i7 processor, the generational, you know, I guess Delta is still you know, magnificent. So the i5 seems to be much faster. Anyway, I have a new laptop. It's got an HD webcam. So I'm going to use it to do the video. Uh, before, I probably had to do it on my phone or something weird, and that kind of would have been awkward. So now I have a, a new laptop that I'm going to be, that I'm using, you know, recording the podcast on. So now that I have it, I've already got the outline. It's just a matter of um, you know, clearing off a spot in my schedule to make it happen. So it is going to happen. Very soon, I promise. Well, I'm glad that you now have the correct tools to make it happen. Yeah. I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Damn right. All right. So recent pickups and on the radar. Uh, I didn't really pick up anything. Neither did I. I mean, naturally, I, I end up always picking up a few little odds and end games. Well, you, get a, you get a shit ton of manuals. They get another shit ton of manuals. Right. Once again, the pickup video is what that's for. You can right. look at that. But, right. I, you know, it's so, a... I'm going to ask this real oh. quick before we move on. Oh, yeah. So pickup videos. I know that a lot of the people in the Cartridge Club community uh, do pickup videos that aren't necessarily games. I see some records. I see some toys. Mm-hmm. I do see some some you know VHS or DVDs or whatever. Would you guys be interested in like uh, record pickups videos by me? Yeah. Would you guys be interested in that? Uh, hit me up on Twitter if you if you would be interested in that because I'm you know I'm not huge into the record collecting, but I do visit the uh, the record shops or the thrift stores or the secondhand stores, pick up some cool things from now uh, here and again, and I promise they're not all metal. Uh, actually, most of them aren't. Metal. What was what, something you described to me earlier was like a Korean flute river dance? No, it's uh, Chick Korea, a jazz pianist, mm. uh, did a, a, an album called Voyage, and it's just piano and, and flute. And uh, it's with some wonderful like uh, jazz. So I picked that up recently. So anyway, if you're interested in that, hit me up. I might might start doing those just for funsies. So because uh, I like talking about music, and you know that'd be a, a fun way to do that. Because I, I don't buy a lot of games, and clearly in the last six months I haven't bought any. So true. There you go. No, I think it'd be cool, man. I really do. I think the uh, the versatility of your pickups would be among the most interesting things. Naturally. With games, you kind of know what you're going to get, but with records, there's there's a lot of unknown out there. Right. I think the the joy of buying something like that, aside from games, because when you when you buy games, you you kind of have a preconception of what they are. A lot. I of know these, what I want going right, in. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you go out to look for records or movies or toys or something, you kind of just you get what you get, and it's kind of a, a more adventure in, in picking those things up, and you you don't necessarily plan to get those things. Yeah, dude. Do it. Share it with us. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Fish anyway, shizzle. Hit me up if you are interested. Moving on. Yeah, so uh, like I said, uh, you know, naturally I picked up a few things, but nothing to highlight in this section. Mm. But I do have something on my radar. What's on your radar? It's that Jurassic World Evolution this game. This one seems neat. It does seem neat. I thought you would not like it for some reason. When for I heard about reason, it, I thought it would be the kind of thing you would roll your eyes at and be like, ah, it's not for me. Interesting, because I do think this is probably 100% the smartest Jurassic Park 
I, you know, idea for a game that I've seen in a very long time because there were some horrible attempts at that. I think there was a telltale attempt at a Jurassic Park game. There was uh, at least a couple others that just, you know, they try to turn them into action games or something like that. And that's, I don't know. That doesn't make a lot of sense. This, however, makes a lot of sense. It does. Building a Jurassic, building your own Jurassic Park. And right. Trying to keep those dinos contained. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a brilliant idea. And so if you're into that, like, sim slash management, you know, I guess to an extent an RTS uh, environment where you're just sort of, uh, you know, this overworld map and managing electricity and building things and all that stuff. I mean, what a great idea. I'm totally into it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on June 12th. Booyah. So coming soon? Yeah, very soon. Pretty exciting. Just a couple of weeks now. Yep. Uh, I obviously did not buy anything, so I'm... I guess I'm kind of in the uh, twilight of my um, game buying, um, you know, promise to everyone and myself that I wasn't going to buy games. Yeah, I guess prohibition, right? Prohibition. Yeah, I guess it's good. Yeah, good word for it. So I think sometime in June I can buy a game. I don't know. I mean, I guess a full six months would be the end of June. Oh, that is true. Technically. but I don't think anyone really cares at this point. I kind of do. You still kind of do. Okay, so I won't buy anything. <laughs> no, you buy what you um, want. We did at some point declare that it doesn't have to be six consecutive months. We did. We did do that. And um, I do think I, I, I still have um, Mario Tennis Aces on yeah. pre-order. So that I think that arrives sometime mid-month. So I'll be getting that. Yeah, that'll be probably on your next radar segment or yes, pickup segment. Yeah, probably will be. Um, so... There's that. So I, I didn't buy anything uh, otherwise. I, I downloaded State of Decay from Game Pass. Still have not even played the damn thing. I've heard that it's, uh, it's is similarly as unpolished as the first in some I've regard. also heard this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily care about that if it's fun to play with bros. Right. That's that's the thing. It would have to be fun with other people. Right. I've f- heard that it is. Right, right, right. Because I, I did try to play the first one, and it's like, it's weird, because on paper, it's a game I should love, but mm-hmm. when I played it, I was like, there's something about it that I'm not, I don't like. I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. know if it's, I don't it know. It lacks in personality. Yeah, something really about did, it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so hopefully, um, you know, in the next little bit, I'll, I'll jump into that. We'll see. Uh, but on my radar is a game that uh, Brian and I have talked about, not at length, but uh, occasionally will come up in conversation uh, you and I are both big fans of the developer Don't Nod, who did the uh, wonderful Life is Strange series, and this is Vampire. Or if you're probably way too in love with yourself, you would probably call it Vampire. That's what I would have said. Like some sort of asshole. Yeah, I would have absolutely said yeah, you would have. Yeah. Uh, but it's probably called Vampire because they're fucking vampires, not vampires. Anyway, you probably know about the game. It's set around the time of some plague. I don't remember which one, if it's Spanish flu or bubonic or whatever, but you're a doctor and you end up becoming a vampire. So you're feeding on these people that you're also trying to save at the same time. It's an interesting dichotomy and I would actually like to play it. I do like the way Don't Nod handles narrative and makes choices actually matter. I think it's a cool uh, spot to be in as this doctor who's a vampire. Uh, What a great idea. I'm surprised someone hasn't written a TV show about this that gets canceled after one or two seasons because nobody watched it. Right, but right. the everybody loved the first season. The second season was a little bit disappointing, but they wouldn't have minded a third season, right? Because there's some loose ends in the second exactly. season, but it still got canceled. Yeah, and no one, Netflix didn't pick it up. But they will bring it back in ten years when all the actors are a little bit older, right. and half of them have been alleged of sexual abuse. And now it's weird; nobody really wants to watch it anymore, and right. it's kind of touchy. It's kind of touchy, but you can't break continuity, so you bring them back. Yeah, right. They said, "I'm sorry." 
Yeah. Are we talking about Arrested Development now? A little bit, probably. Okay. Uh, anyway, I do plan to play this game at some time. I don't know if I'll pay full price for it because I'm just kind of cheap nowadays. Uh, what with uh, vehicle repairs and all this stuff going on, I'm just not spending a lot of money except on that giant tub of vodka that I brought you uh, for the podcast. <laughs> I did say I would pay you back. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. And if we're going to 69 later, I'm going to need a lot more than that. <laughs> nah, it's, uh, it's a couple weeks from now, so we just keep drinking until then, I guess. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, that wraps up the radar. Yeah, what happened last time? Let's check it out. Previously on Polykill, Trav sort of invents a new Spanish word and Jake doesn't really beat any games. He did beat an episode of a game and not to beat a dead horchacho. It's not the same thing. Trav restocked with Shining Force 2 while Jake gets back on to Horizon Zero Dawn. Trav and Jake get a little raunchy at the end of the show as listeners post questions about how their hairdo is downstairs. Games potentially leaked and their chances of being real serve as the topic of discourse. Well, that's what happened last time. A lot of horchacho. <laughs> a lot of horchacho. And, Which and still sounds like some sort of cinnamony drink. <laughs> to you, yes. Yeah. To me, still a horse. And right. I'm not done with horchacho. I'm going to beat that dead horchacho oh, with another dead horchacho. That seems redundant. I love the word. I don't blame you. It's uh, phonetically pleasing. Yeah, you, you said you got back into Horizon. Uh, how many dongs? Zero. No dongs. And, you know... I was just piddling around. But it was all in all, a pretty fun episode. We got those fun questions at the end. I did like those. We got to exercise a little bit of our raunchy side, which was fun. Wow. And we carried it right into the beginning of this episode. I mean, I feel like we've exercised the raunchiness already Yeah, in this episode. We're going to continue to exercise it. Well, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to keep exercising. We want that to grow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, we're Not just going to beat it. Yo, we're just going to beat it. And we're not going to play it. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Um, no, I didn't beat anything. Okay, that's what. I Fuck off. Is that why you said LOL? Here? A little bit. That's yeah. not a game. It's not a game. It's not a game. It's just like ha ha ha. Still haven't beat anything. I think I'm really close on Horizon. Um, I got to be close. Okay, got to be close at this point. So by the next episode, I'm pretty sure that will be in the bag. That sounds like an empty promise. It might be, depending <laughs> on the next two weeks ago, but it uh, hopefully is not, and hopefully I'll be able to knock it out. Now, I personally have had very little time to play games, Boy, but I, I have learned recently, for all of my shortcomings in life, where mm-hmm. I have extreme imposter syndrome in everything that I touch. I don't feel like I should be doing what I do for a job. I don't even feel like I should be on a gaming podcast. It's not true. I watch a lot more basketball than I do play video games most of the time. You know, yeah, I just... Yeah. I, I don't um, I don't really know where I fit in the world, but I do think one thing that I'm really good at is budgeting my time. Okay. I think I'm a very efficient person. Okay. Just how I'm able to, to walk away with beating three games in a week where I was at home maybe an hour. That's crazy. I somehow managed it. That's incredible. So I ended up beating Batman Return of the Joker on the NES. Now, fortunately, this game has infinite continues, or right. else I would not have beaten it because it is a bastard. Okay. It's a very, very bastard. Is that a thing you can say about something that it is very bastard? Uh, I don't know if bastard works in that context, but we'll go with it. Okay. Uh, Well, it's still the Sunsoft. You know how I love the Sunsoft when they make, especially, I guess, that that era. They made some good platformers. Mm -hmm. I like the the recent Daffy Duck Martian Game Boy bullshit one that I played that I I liked. Okay. And then, of course, the 1989 Batman, the video game, was made by Sunsoft, and I just love that. Love that. Love that. Even though the difficulty spike near the end nearly killed you. Yeah, but still just the right amount of challenge. I just feel like the challenge was just, mm, 
Just uh, mm. I did a, I did that thing that that the Italian people are said to do right. when they do things when they yes. like something like a mm, like a thing. Kiss the tips of their fingers and then pull them apart as they move them away from their face with a kiss with a kissy sound. Right. Yes, kissy sound. Yeah, so that's what I did. Um, this is still made by Sunsoft. Okay, it's not now. So now the, is this is this the the Joker? I feel like I know the cover of this in my brain. Mm-hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is this the Batman the Animated Series yeah. Joker as voiced by Mark Hamill? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. But I imagine he's not voiced in the NES version. There are no voices. Right. Right. Which is a try. Yeah, it's a fucking shame. Well, they, how, what are they going to do? I don't know. I mean, so what's it going to sound like? You know? know. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, so the, the first one was, was based on the, um, the Tim Burton movie, 1989 movie, and it actually follows it really closely. There's a lot of little cut scenes, and you can follow the movie along, and you, yeah. you know, it's, it's decent. For, for an NES game, it follows color, pretty close. It does those movie screenshots? Yeah, yeah. Pre- okay. It does, does pretty good. Um, it at least tries to follow the story. It doesn't, mm. like a lot of those NES games, just fucking. Right. They just go off on oh, wow. tangents. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this one I don't. I've never actually read that comic book, so I don't really know how true to the source material that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the art style is still a, a, an eight-bit NES game. Sure. So I don't know. I think most of it's just the cover. Mm-hmm. I guess is the only the only tie. Okay. You still fight a lot of the same dudes or whatever. Similar game, but I still think that first one is just so much better. Okay. So much, so much better. Um, but yeah, I did beat it. Nice. It's kind of good to beat. Very cool. And then I beat Rhyme. Rhyme. So. I gotta say, I was pretty tepid on the game for ninety eight percent of it. Okay, and then the very end of the game mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I gotta say, like, I don't want to talk spoilers, but I have to say, like, once you get to the end and you kind of realize what have ha- has happened, it's pretty incredible. Like yeah. that, that a game was made about this. Right. I it, think it's it's unique subject matter. It's unique take on the idea, and I think it was extremely well done. It has both an obvious ending and an ambiguous ending at the same time you pretty much know and by obvious you mean explicit yeah okay yeah like you you're like oh okay like you understand it and and you get feels but then you part of you were like okay so some of the what was some of this journey about right right you kind of like who was filling in the who's filling in the gaps it's pretty interesting in that regard that it you know and it's something i you know it, it kept me thinking about it after i beat it which was neat. Yeah, it's which it's, happened earlier today, by the way. So oh. no, I'm not saying it's been a couple weeks. Gotcha. Like I beat it. It's hours ago at this point, but still, it's still. I mean, it has some gravity to it, which I really enjoyed. Right. Because a lot of the game is is free floating. It's floaty. It's beautiful. Um, it's just a little bit of an adventure. It's a little bit of a journey. It feels whimsical. It seems very lighthearted in some regard. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, and you're like, oh shit! Look at that! Look at how crazy that is. How about that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I really, I really did like it for that reason, and I think. The whole time I was kind of wondering like what people were getting out of it because mm-hmm. you you express your love for it. I did very you know straightforwardly. You're like this game is magical, magical. You said magical, I said magical. And I had very specific moments in mind when I said magical. Yeah. I don't necessarily mean the entire experience. Sure, magical. sure. Uh, and I was you know, playing it, looking for it, and you know if someone builds something up like that, you're just sure you're just kind of looking for like a why, or mm-hmm. in your head maybe you're looking for reasons to cut it down because you're like, I don't know, this, not, this doesn't do anything for me or whatever. Um, I was kind of like mellow on it. You know, there's some peaks. There's more peaks than valleys, but then the very end, I mean, just bumped the whole thing up for me. Nice. Like it just transcended it to a whole new level. So that's me encouraging people, play that game, play it all the way through. Play it's on Game Pass end. if you have Xbox yeah. Game Pass. And yeah, again, I don't want to overstate it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to 
right. set any false expectations because a lot of I mean it's very much uh, a, a simplistic game with some puzzles and some some traveling you know some some slight exploration and that mm-hmm. kind of thing but um, it, it's it's got such a it builds to such a good point I, I think the way I would describe the game aside from saying magical is that it does a lot with a little because there's there's no UI there's not you know uh, an arrow telling you where to go but the game design is as such where you never really feel lost and mechanically it's very straightforward but it also you still feel a sense of accomplishment when you do these things that are still kind of simple to do. Yeah, it, it honestly does nothing new. No. It just uh, does a lot of things well. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. play it. Glad you uh, That's another game that's endorsed by the Polyco Podcast. Boom. Well, there's a few of them. Ship it. But that's another one, yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, that old Barfly 5. Barfly 5. You know. Yeah, you, now, I believe the, the uh, descriptor you've given to the ending of the game, not spoiling, it's yeah. spicy. Now, and, and I, st- I stole that from uh, okay. one Miles McGinnis of so The Miles Flock of Nerds. said spicy. And then I'm just agreeing. And then Travis is like, hey, look, I'm cool. I'll call it spicy. Well, once I got, that's true. I did okay. want to be cool. And I also okay. think when, when I got to the end, I was mm-hmm. like, there's really no better word than spicy. Spicy. And I say that because the rest of the because game. Because the bad guy dies in a I'm giant gonna, vat of salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Picante. There we go. Picante. New York City. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's just a lot of it is, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get my word right for this because I haven't given this thought, but mm-hmm. a lot of the game feels, like I told you I was disappointed by the subject matter not being as gritty and dark right. as More I thought it should have been. than you anticipated. Right. I guess, you know, I was looking for something when I think Dark Colts. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm leaning more towards something more Resident Evil 7 than... I don't know something right. yeah, more zombified. You know, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, that doesn't make sense either because the Resident Evil comes zombies. But yeah, something. There's, there's too many fucking colors in Far Cry Five. It should be dark and um, America's fucked and we're all fucked and it's dark and everybody's fucked. <laughs> but it didn't really feel like that. Gotcha. It felt you know there was a lot of hope in hope. Hope is the name of the county. Okay. But then you get to the end of the game and this is not a spoiler at all. <laughs> but it uh, it thematically shifts darker okay. and in a very good way. Okay. And I think it's a way that. It probably wouldn't see coming in the game. Nice. It doesn't telegraph this ending at all. And this, God, I hope this doesn't spoil it or ruin it for anybody. It's not setting any big twist expectations up, but I do think it's worth playing to the end because it culminates in a very satisfying way. And okay. I thought... No, that's not a spoiler at all. I thought it redeemed its... Sort of what I thought was a, as a shortcoming in terms of the story redeemed itself based on the ending. Okay. It's much like Rhyme. I like the endings of both. I was kind of mellow on the on, on them, and then the very end, I was like, God, God damn, look at level. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Very cool. Uh, I think that's uh, an interesting uh, take because, you know, I think, I, for one, I think you were very much looking forward to Far Cry 5. And to play through it still feeling kind of mediocre means that you had fun. Oh, yeah. And I, I think, will say I had like a, a, a nine and a half out of ten of fun. Okay. I, I love well, the series. Far Cry is a great playground. Yeah. Uh, always has been. And, and same could be said of Rhyme, where obviously, you know, that's a somewhat shorter experience. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an easy plow through to beat. Um, uh, yeah. So, okay. but anyway, I think it's interesting that uh, that happened with two games this time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if I, you know, because I'm such a Far Cry fan, I've not played the first two. I'll mm. say eh, um, they're, but the modernized take, sure, the the three, four, three, five, three plus. I still think three is primal. I do need to play primal. You're you right. Fucking do it. Um, so, but of the of the numbered, the last three numbered ones, three, four, and five, mm-hmm. I got to say three is still my favorite. Uh, I, is that because of us? A lot of it's because of us. Um, a lot of it, I think, is just the newness of the series impacted me. You know, it's sort of like your first time. You know, right. it, was, it was my first kiss. Mm. You know, it was my first time being in being in a world like that. That wasn't. I mean, to me, it felt like 
it felt like uh, being in Skyrim or being in in Fallout, but like in modern day, I felt like right. you know it was very similar. I think in that the regard. IGN quote was Skyrim with guns. Fair enough. All yeah. right, maybe I should just work for IGN instead of coming and seeing you every couple of weeks. Goddamn right. And then uh, four, four and three are very closely related. They're almost yeah. the exact same game, to be quite honest. Yeah, four feels like the next gen version of three mm-hmm. because it, uh, you know, similar kind of environment, similar take on a villain, right? And uh, you know, vehicles not a whole lot different. And it, I don't know. I, I agree that four was basically three point five. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed five. Um, and I think I would say four and five are almost equal to me. Okay. And I, and I think the reason, you know, the, the obvious differences are there's like less things to kill you in the world. So they made up for it by adding more bad guys. Okay. Because they're really just bears, snakes, and cliffs. Yeah. Bears, snakes, there's some skunks. They don't really kill you, though. You know, there's not as much wildlife that can hurt you. Right. Yeah. They're not throwing hippos and crocodiles. And yeah. Shit, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, just uh, it, but it's nice being in the U.S. You know, sure. get to see some Montana, a new a new world. It's not all tropical. It's a little bit different. It's the the north or whatever you call that part of the United States, the 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 north middle mm-hmm. Middle Earth. Sure, yeah. Why not? It's kind of Middle Earth, Montana. M- middle of Earth. Earth. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. close to the middle anyway. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. I like it. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. So uh, that's it. That's all I've beaten. I beat okay. Rhyme, Far Cry Five, and uh, an NES game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's what I did. I guess it's time to move on to the Just Beat It slash Polykillers. Just Beat It. Come on. Uh, do you, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So Ryan at It's a Rocket Sauce, who argues Spread Eagle is the best way to receive a jibber, beat Halo, Combat Evolved, God of War, Wild Guns Reloaded, and Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. You know, it's good to see the Rocket back because he hasn't oh, yeah. been on a beat list in a long time. Very long time. And I think he might have moved recently. No excuse. May have even switched to Mustard, for all a, we know. You got a Game Boy? And, yeah. Well, he did beat Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, so he was on the move so there. He's got some, some 3DS, maybe. And mm. he might even have a Switch. Was Wild Guns Reloaded on the Switch, or is that PS4? Mm, boy, I feel like that's on a lot of stuff. Probably on a lot of stuff. You know, who knows? Yeah, he, it's know. probably in the tweet. I don't have the tweet here in front of me. I don't have the tweet. Uh, but it's good, to see, it's good to see the sauce back, and it's good to see him as being among the elite in a polykill segment right now. Boy, so. that feels good. Happy to see you back, Souse. Yeah, so I think you beat uh, two greatest games of their generation, one being Halot. Halot? Halot. Halo Combat yeah. Evolved yeah. and God of War. Yeah. Well, of course, Halo was the, one of the games of the month. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And it, but, but I still feel like it was the defining game of the uh, OG Xbox generation. When I think of the year 2001, I think of Halo Combat Evolved, Mountain Dew, and Limp Biscuit. Well, that's uh, that's that pretty much sums it up. Yep. Yep. And then uh, Cliff, at Cliff Hikes, he is this episode's supreme poly killer. Oh, the award winner of this episode. He cool. is. Ex- he can. He can go ahead and poly put a supreme. Yeah, he can go ahead and tattoo episode sixty-eight right there on his old scrotum. He says, <laughs> or he doesn't say shit. Actually, I'm saying this. Uh, Cliff at Cliff Hikes, who went the fuck off this week and had more beats than a Kanye album, finished Alien Soldier, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Mega Man Two and Three. Uncharted to Drake's Fortune, Titan Souls, Darkwing Duck, Skyforce Anniversary, and Tittyfall 2. Tittyfall 2. <laughs> we haven't seen that level of beatage since the days that Dean and Musty were going at it. Do you That's remember absolutely that? absolutely true. Yeah, they were and like JD, neck and neck. Remember that? There was, we, had, we had beats of 9, 10, 11 games in an episode span. Insane. We haven't seen that since then, so hats absolutely off to Cliff. Insane. So, uh... 
I want to comment on, on this smorgasbord of games here. One, Skyforce Anniversary, this is a game that you, me, and Briz played that one time when we beat Evil Within, when we got done yeah. pretty early in the sesh. Mm-hmm. Like, let's play a shmup, and we played this. Pretty cool game. I like it a lot. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, also, I will mention Titan Souls. Goddamn. That's impressive. Because Titan Souls is like this mix between Legend of Zelda and Dark Souls. Or actually, may, maybe a better analog would be, uh, what's that game where you fight all the big things? Not Monster Hunter, but the PlayStation exclusive Shadow of the Colossus. It's like a mixture of Legend of Zelda and Shadow of the Colossus. But I hear it's a little bit short. It's short, but it's still difficult. Okay, it's still still hats off. Rest. I mean, the Mega Bands aren't easy. Shit, and Darkwing Duck. That's I know that's tough. That's impressive. Seen that firsthand. Well, good job, Cliff at Cliff Hikes. Dude, Cliff was fucking hiking. Let me that's, tell you that. That's awesome. So the rest of these beat it's all the ones that you tweeted out. Uh, that uh, didn't get you into these uh, top two here. Uh, they will be, be in a separate video that you will find on our YouTube channel very, very soon. Yeah, we usually do a little mouth stuff, a little ear stuff. We keep it interesting. Right, this time we might even do some... Nose stuff? I don't know. I was going to say... I was going to say something else, but I will <laughs> we'll save it for episode 69. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're saving that shit. <laughs> All right, let's... Okay. Uh, Let's put shit back on the log. We're stuck in the log. We're stuck in the log. Oh, yeah. I just had to add something here to say something in the segment because I love the transition mm-hmm. and we have to keep doing it. Absolutely. Uh, but it's a game that I haven't spoken about in a long time mm-hmm. and it's already on my backlog. I just wanted to say, hey, I've beaten some games and I'm going to focus in on this bad boy. Okay. Batman Enemy Within, the Telltale. Telltale. Uh, se- sequel. And this is the second one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Have you, have you started it at all yet? I haven't played a lick. I haven't played a lick. Just kind of declaring it. Just kind of calling myself out and being okay. like, "Yo, Trav, get up in that Batman." You're clearing off a spot and throwing a fit. Is does that something? Is that a threat? I don't know. That's what my dad used to say. He used to say that. A he used to times. threaten you with that. No, he would you know, like when I don't know when he felt like self assured and was getting assertive. He would say what again? He'd say I'm going to clear off a spot and throw a fit. Oh. So basically, that's kind of nice. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to throw things. I'm actually going to clear a little space. Right. Here, here's my designated fit throwing area. I'm going to have a tantrum right here. Right here. Everybody watch out. I like it. If you're ready to have a tantrum, you better watch out because Caltech's got you. This episode sponsored by Calden Technologies, LLC. Caltech focuses on product development in robotics, web apps, mobile apps, home automation, or some combination of the above. To learn more or to start a conversation about your future product or idea, Go ahead and send that email out. Send it to info at calden.tech. That is I-N-F-O. Wow, why'd I spell that out? You don't have to spell info. Info at C-O-W-D-E-N dot tech. All right. Thank you once again, Caltech, for sponsoring this and pretty much all of our episodes. <laughs> yes. Every single you. episode that we have ever had. I'd love to be sponsored by Gildan Underwear. I know one of the most... I wanted to point this out because it really okay. made me laugh upon uh, rehearing the, the episode that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you referring... You asking if Gildan was was a method of wrapping a rag around one's penis uh, as a method of... <laughs> Be serving as underwear, I think was. Boy, I don't even remember that. What episode was this? This was the last episode. Jesus, <laughs> was I like asleep doing that episode? You're as you're as high as you are now. Yeah, okay. it was a. Uh, yeah, I, I brought up Gilded underwear, and you said is that a method of wrapping a rag around it? And I I thought that was genius. I didn't catch it in the moment, but it was very okay. good. Okay. Um, if you like what you're hearing so far, you can put a rag around it. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast. They swear they didn't mean it, and they're going to do better. Have you heard, have you seen the ad? No. Yeah, they're, they're, they're you know, bring family together, Facebook says. Oh. We didn't mean to, we didn't mean to be bad. Uh, cartridgeclub.org, that's where you can find out how and where you can get to Chicago and hang out with the rest of our friends. Yeah. Drop us a line there on the forum. Polykill.com is where you can find all of our stuff about two weeks late. Polykillpodcast at gmail.com is where you can send us an email. We're also on Spotify. Goddamn right. Please rate us on iTunes or whatever service you use. Please do that. Please, God, do that. Please. And then YouTube.com forward slash Polyco Podcast is where you can find our pickup videos, our Just Beat It videos, and Jake's up-and-coming God of War review video and his vinyl pickup video. Yeah, you never know. 
assuming that uh, might just do that. People say they like it. Yeah. All right. <sighs> All right. We're gonna talk through the foreplay now. So this is the games that we are playing, grinding on, grinding on. You know, just rubbing up against in the crotchal region. Crotchal. Yeah. Not a thing. It is an anchorman. So I'm gonna. Did they say it. crotchal? He says crotchal. Okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm going to go first. Yeah, please. So I'm going to continue talking about a game that I talked about last time, probably, which is Horse Island Zero Dong. No dong on that island. No dong. But uh, once again, Horizon Zero Dawn, I am way late to beating this game. Uh, I am in the final throws, I believe, of this game. Uh, I, I'm still very impressed with the world, the characters, the lore, uh, the combat, everything. Like I, I'm not going to overstate and restate my, I guess, um, adoration and in, in in general, just reaction to how impressed I am with with uh, how this team who had made shooters for ages made this third person Killzone, yeah, open world stuff, yeah. Uh, so I'm really excited to do this. I am really anticipating. Uh, you know, I'm, this is not going to get into the discussion later, but I am anticipating that there's going to be, you know, a big follow-up to this at some point. Yeah, did uh, Frozen Wilds, right? That's a thing? Right. I haven't played that. I it, don't even own it. You don't even own it? Okay, I was even, curious if you might move into that. I might. I mean, depending on how hungry the, the finale leaves me, I might. So you were really high on this game early. I mean, obviously you really were, you know, from the moment it was announced, you were much higher on it than me. You you, you obviously bought it. You played it. Right. Um, I feel like at some point you got a little tepid on it. You said, you know, after you had played, what was it? You played something else that sort of overshadowed it, I think, in terms of gameplay. And now you're back in it. Do you feel a little bit different about it? Do you appreciate it more or less? Um, I don't think I appreciate it more than I did. I think it's at a certain point, I think I've explored the mechanics to the extent to which they can be explored. And of experiencing you know, the beauty of the world and the diversity of the biomes and all that. And I'm really ready to just sort of wrap the story up. Mm. So, like, I found myself sort of just mainlining the story and not taking shortcuts necessarily because I don't think you can. But also, I'm avoiding conflicts whenever I can so I can, you know, advance the story. Because I do want to see what happens uh, more than I want to experience the gameplay. Because I think I've gotten my, not necessarily feel of that, but I think of experienced all that that i can that happens new that happens i mean you and i were obviously not 100 percenters we're not platinum trophies right Um, we're high volume beaters yeah we like to beat it all the time beat it beat it beat it beat it we like yeah so i mean naturally and and i think i think we're in the majority honestly people that platinum in 100 percent games just hats off to them i don't have patience no i don't either i tire of i don't know that i love a game almost any game Mm. to platinum it yeah, I mean, games these days just come out with a lot of content. A lot of content. It's it's almost impossible a lot of the times, yeah. but but usually you get to that point where you're like, let's just get this over with. Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah. So I don't blame you there. Uh, for me, I'm I've started uh, Titty Fall too. So you've jumped into the campaign. Drop them out. Drop them out. Yeah. Titty Fall. Titty Fall. So uh, what do you think so far? I zip zop zoop. That's all I can Boy, think about when I'm playing. Such a fun. A lot of zipping. Zip zop zoop. Yeah. A lot of zopping. Let me tell you, a little bit of zooping. A little zooping. Every which way. Now, it's it's drawn a lot of direct comparisons to Doom. Hmm. Thematically, I like Doom more. And I like sure. Doom just it's more metal, more badass, and it's it has more of a history that sure. I like, you know. Uh, but Titanfall Two is like right behind it. Man, it's great. It's, it's crazy. It's so right? fast, technically sounds. You maneuver really quickly. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of mindless too. Right, you don't have to necessarily pay one hundred percent attention to it. I, I, I do, haven't. Have, been. have you have you uh, gotten to any way what I would call boss fights? I you know. I don't know. I don't think okay. so. Maybe you'll you'll get. You'll get almost a Borderlands-style announcement to the bosses. Okay. Maybe I haven't then. Okay. Yeah. 
It's pretty fun. I'm, I'm maybe an hour and a half in. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a little it's yeah you're maybe an, an eighth of the way through. I've gone through a world where there's like um, manufactured living facilities being flip flopped and flooped. Oh, around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's one of my absolute favorite segments of the game mm-hmm. because what an original idea to put a you know make that a shooter level because that's definitely something you would see in another type of game. Yeah. You know, like a whimsical adventure, not necessarily this, you know, futuristic military shooter. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Yeah. I'm into it. Love it. Yeah. A lot of zip zopping and zooping, though. Yeah. Boing, boing. And then uh, the other thing I've been tooling around in is Shiny Horchacho 2. Shiny Horchacho 2. Shiny Horchachos. Right. That's uh, Shining That's Force 2. Wagon. Which is a, a joke from last time about right. Shining Force, which I called Shining Horse, which is Shining Horchacho, which is a mixing word I made up for horse. Okay. <laughs> so this is your first episode. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Welcome. Filling you in. Yeah. Um, I found that this game is is lovingly just like the first one. Which now, I'm gonna hmm? I'm gonna go and oh. branch out on something a little bit here. Okay. Now the first game you didn't even hear. No. Are you? Have you heard this one? No, I don't give it. I don't care. Wow. See, I don't know that I could do that. I don't know yeah. that I could play an entire game without knowing what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like this. It goes. Nah, 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 you don't know nah. that. You haven't heard it. Now, who cares what it sounds like? It, it may be amazing. You may be missing out on an amazing thing. You know, I can't miss out on it because there's YouTube and I can look up the soundtrack, which fine. it could be good. It could be great. It's fine. It's fine. just, it's the perfect game to not need to listen to. I don't blame you, but you know, just to not tap in for 20 minutes. I know. Well, the problem is I can't because I don't have speakers that, for, I don't have a, I don't have an audio output from, from the Genesis well, that like to that BV. That a personal problem. Well, I mean, it, it kind of is. It's all, it's a technical problem that is personal. Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know. It's I'm just, sure it's bizarre to me. I bet it sounds great. Does that make you feel better? It sounds... It's humming and humming. It's, it sounds... <laughs> I don't know what that means. Wom, wom. It's got a lot of ambience and whatever... The words you use in, in one of your music reviews, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of ambient, dirt, shoegazy. Humming Hemming and humming. Okay, it, you sure. Know, it, it, Titanfall's zip zopping and zooping. This is hemming and humming. Hemming and humming, okay. Yeah, all kinds of noise, I bet, inside of there. Uh, but no, it's good. So anyway... Um, Comparing it to the first game, mm-hmm. menu system slightly better. Okay, remember how that was that bugging me a lot right. of a lot of menuness. Menus are always a bugaboo with it. Uh, nearly any RPG you play. Well, and one of the issues that I had with it was like you had to access a menu to like talk. You oh. know, it's like you, it's like almost like an old school so adventure dialogue game. Did not prompt itself. Yeah, it's like old school adventure game. It's like would you like would you like to talk to this person, search them, or oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Like gotcha, that gotcha. whole thing. Uh, now in, in Shining Force Two, you can just walk up to them, hit a button, and it starts talking button to them, or or it'll, it, the same button will just interact with something mm. if if that's the only thing you can do with it, which is good. You don't have to go and s- go through the whole menu. Gotcha. Like, do you want to search you, this rock? Yeah, do you like, want to talk to this rock? Right, right, right. Gotcha. It, it, it got rid of a little bit of that, mm. um, but it still uses the same menu system for everything else. Okay, so you know, in, in some regards, it's better in that way. Um, but more of the same, which is which is great. Nothing like, wrong with that. Yeah, combat system is very much the same. It seems like they've um, a lot of the the little little imbalance issues that it might have had during combat have been ironed out a little bit. Okay. And uh, from what I hear, or what I see, it's it's a longer experience, like the first one, maybe eighteen to twenty hours. This one being more like thirty to thirty-five. So it's it's more oh, it's more of a game. That's girthy. A lot of girth. Yeah. And for, well, and for those types of games, those like real-time strategy, ta- tactical strategy games, mm-hmm. that time flies, man. Oh, for sure. Like because yeah oh my god it just yeah. it's those types of games whether it be a civilization or something like this like minutes or hours you know it just goes yeah. so I don't even, you don't even feel it shit that yeah you don't feel it so um, and that's why I like it I think I just get sucked in for hours and, and before I know the game's over and I love every minute of it so that's awesome liking it so far all Yay right tea. all right that does it for the games we're diddling on mm-hmm. let's take it into the disc yeah oh, um, what time are we at? I feel like we're flying right now. Oh, we're we're not flying. What are we at? Six hours? No, about six and a half. 
<laughs> okay. Um, no, we're good. We're good. Well, we had some, uh, you know, last time we, we enjoyed, we enjoyed the, the questions that we got from the, from Twitter. Yeah. You know, we just kind of, we hammed it out there. We didn't expect anything. We, we well, got a we few liked things. It. We liked it. Uh, um, but we did it again because it's fun. We did. What do you do? One question from Mighty Q Dog. What are your guilty pleasure games? Okay. Now, do you have anything that you just, you wouldn't tell anybody about, but you, you play it anyway. See, yeah, and this is this is kind of a non-answer, mm-hmm. but I do not believe in guilty pleasures mm-hmm. uh, of any kind, whether it's games, movies, TV shows, music, whatever. I, I believe that you should like what you like, and if people rib you about it, then that's kind of their problem for Unless being Unless what you like is illegal. Well, that's not really guilty pleasure then, is it? I mean, you're guilty of it. Well, so legally, you are guilty. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, there are games that I, I would say that maybe that people wouldn't expect me to enjoy. We'll share that. Maybe that. Um I really like um, the very simplistic uh, games like um, Overcooked, which right. is which is not nearly as intense or you know demanding. It's just very you know, one button and a control stick. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say there's anything that you know, especially if you're a longtime listener. I can't imagine of anything that that I would play that you guys would be absolutely shocked at, or that I would be embarrassed to talk about. Like, yeah, it, it's it's just not it's just not there for me, and I I can see myself like playing almost any game unless it's just like some weird pervy shit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I would draw the line. But that's like not some really weird like pleasure, like the like the school shooter game on Steam. Like right. get that out of here, not touching not that. Do that. Yeah. But I would definitely play something like you know Dream Daddy dating thing or like yeah. the, almost uh, said Dream Daddy daycare, but that sounds gross. That's it's not that. Weirder. It's uh, but like the Hotful Boyfriend where you're like a pigeon and you got to find dates. Yeah, I would absolutely play that. I have. Yeah, I, would I not. tried it. Kind of boring. Eh. A lot of reading, and I don't write. You don't like the reading. Who does? Yeah, I guess I do. But like, <laughs> I think, I think that's a good question. Uh, but like I said, my answer is kind of a, a general non-answer. I, I don't. I guess I could I align with you shit. in that regard. I, like, yeah. you shouldn't feel guilty about it. But as you surround, like you know, in this community, you surround yourself with a lot of people who are hardcore gamers mm. and that kind of thing. And and a lot of people scoff the old sports game, man. They don't like it. They say, get that out of here. I mean, that, that's that's more of a yeah, they community say, thing. They say, yeah. get that out of here, you old jock, playing your old sports games. Go your back to jock penis, gaming. Your old penis rap and jock. Yeah, you get your, your guild bannons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess I guess playing, a, like, sinking a lot of time in sports games, man, and, and I still would if mm. if uh, if I didn't really have so many goals in mind right now for, sure. for beating a lot of, you know, historically relevant or historically important games, um, right. which is the kick I've been on for like six years now, which is why we have this podcast about beating games. Right. Uh, I would totally just be straight sports in. That's impressive. Straight sports in it because I love See, it. I think there's I think there's a lot of um, I guess for lack of a better term I'll call it inbred thinking sometimes in, in the gaming community and I think anytime you get a community based around something once you all sort of arrive at the same conclusions or you have the same discussions it's easy for things to become not taboo but like passe like if you're in the music community like there's certain bands or certain genres that are like ah i'm so sick of it or if you're like in a car community it's like ah i hate hondas and it's like but like as someone who's more of a casual observer or just there for the fun and enjoyment that none of that stuff makes sense yeah and that's kind of me with sports games because like i I don't give a shit sports games are even like a little call of duty multiplayer i can admit that's fun as shit oh absolutely if i know the map yeah well right you gotta know the map gotta know the map all right that was a question for mighty q dog thank Mm. you that's fun yeah uh josh leslie he says uh top three worst game purchases like games you hate yourself for buying or loathe the very existence of okay 
Now, this is kind of a different question. It is definitely a different question. Like and you wasted is, your money on something. Right. You this know? is uh, yeah, an economic, you know, economics problem. Mm, no, for this sure. This is also a, you know, a, a taste thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go first with one game, which mm-hmm. is a game that I've brought up to you a couple of times, which is Armorine's Project Swarm. Now, this is a game that was a shooter from Acclaim, fresh off of, you know, the hits like Turok and whatnot. And it launched on PS1 and N64. Uh, I was really excited about it to, you know, get in there and shoot some more stuff. Shoot it up. Um, you were like these, you know, super enhanced cybernetic Marines in these cool suits and you were fighting these giant ass bugs. Like, I was not someone I would consider in tune with what a good game versus a bad game or good development or level design or any of that. I, you know, I was maybe 17 or 18 at the time. Would not consider myself you know, in touch with that sort of thing. But my God, I knew then that it was a horrible, horrible, horrible game (laughs) and uh, immediately gave up on the idea. Um, But like to this day, that's a game that is is infamous for being just ass. But did you, did you, did your parents buy it for you? No, I bought it. You bought that with your own 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 money. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do with it? Did you trade it in or did you get rid of it? I think I traded it in. Burn it. Yeah. Ran over it. I think I absolutely traded it in. Man, for me, it's I've I've labored over this the entire time you described that. I was like, mm. think of a game, think of a game, think of a game, think of a game. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm too I'm too positive about most things. I'll find the good in yeah. something. I play some shitty games now, and I, I'm like, it's it's a six. And most people are like, dude, the game's dog ass. It's <laughs> right. dog's ass. You literally put a controller like in a dog's lift ass the tail and, and played a dog. dog's ass. Yeah. yeah. So um, the one game that I was, I guess I didn't like and was disappointed by, but it's not universally despised mm-hmm. was, um, I can't remember the, 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 ta- the subtitle, but it was a Prince of Persia game that was out on the PS3. Okay. And I really liked, like, was it just the full reboot where it, it was kind of cell shaded graphics yeah. and you were holding the princess's hand and running around and stuff? I think, did not care for it. Now I enjoyed sure. Warrior Within and Sands of Time and then I got this and it was just, it was, it was an absolute departure from the previous three entries. I guess that, that did it and I, I hated it and I didn't finish it and yeah, I, that's a good one. It was during a time when I didn't have a lot of money, and I wanted to buy a game, and mm. I played it. And I was like, "Son of a bitch, this is not what I wanted." That's the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to play a new game. Yeah, and, and I was that, out of touch. I wasn't right. reading. You're not reading stuff. EGM. It was like ten years yeah. ago, and I didn't. I didn't do, I wasn't as up on things as I am now. Obviously, right. which clearly you're up on things now. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but I'm more better than I was. Yeah. Uh, so uh, top three. So the second game that I would say that I hated the most was, you know, once again, one of these ignorant purchases that I made. Once again, in the N64 era, era mm-hmm. it was a game called Knife's Edge. And mm-hmm. this was a game that uh, I don't really know why I gave a shit about this game, but I was actually kind of excited to play it. It seemed cool. It was an attack helicopter. You know, I hadn't played a game like that since maybe like Nuclear Assault or Desert Strike. Well, whatever, the Desert Strike, Nuclear Strike. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I was thinking it was going to be something like that. So I bought the game. Uh, I still don't know why I expected something like that, but it's this on rails shooter where you're just the nose gunner in a attack helicopter and it's on rails. You don't control anything except the cursor. It's like time crisis, but shitty. Mm. And you're just flying through like these canyons and mountains and stuff, shooting stuff. And I hated it. And I'm still mad at myself that I bought it to this day. You sound upset. I'm not upset anymore. Travis, (laughs) uh, Honestly, can't think of two more. And it's not that more? they don't exist. I just, I think, I don't think I hate any games that much. If I, you know, I don't. Right. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I hate to not fulfill the requirement sure. of having three. Well, it might come to me later. I just the one I point to was the one I said, and I got gotcha. you. Honestly, no, I have another one. Okay, I have one more. This is the last one. It's the one only more. one I got. Okay, hit me. 
uh, it was like NBA Live, I want to say 2013. This is somewhat recent. Kind of, I guess. Maybe it was 2012, 2011. I don't know. It was, it was awful. I, I remember trying to play it. it. It was very hard. I would pass the ball down to the paint, and it just, ah, this, the mechanics were, were shit. Mm. But that was when the NBA 2K series kind of took over, ah. and they stopped making live games because they were ass. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. No, throw another sports reference in there because everybody fucking cares and gives a shit about sports games, in my opinion, of them. Right. Uh, all the right. last one that I'll say. Oh, you have one more? You, I, you, I, I, you I got all one. three. You thought about this. Well, a little bit. You hate a lot um, of stuff, though. The other one, and this is more of... It's not 100% what, what uh, Josh lined out here, but it is another regret. Um, and it's partially a bit of anger toward the developer and maybe the community for not embracing the goddamn thing, yeah. which was Bullets and Blues. Um, oh, yeah. Fucking right? fuck. Right? Yeah. So this game had a lot of promise. It was uh, like this alternate 1950s black and white with spot color noir telltale episodic detective game that seemed really cool had a nice soundtrack i mean it was it was technically it was it was passable it looked good and it was like this alternate um like untouchables universe right you were playing mm-hmm. elliot ness oh, and, like, elliot Nessie. Mm-hmm. and like you had uh like fucking what's his ass the gangster the mobster the big one that got caught with the taxes what's his name I'm Capone. like Al Capone. He had like this giant Zeppelin that he lived in. And it was a really cool idea. I loved it. And, and you, you got to like the, the story were, was in words and the words were part of like the cover. Right. And they're like, you know, like you're walking down this rainy street and the words would just drop in and talk about, I mean, it was Sin City-esque at the same time. With Very being, Sin City. It was really cool. And like one it, episode, one episode. That's all we fucking got. And like, I'm not mad at the developer necessarily because like, I'm sure that that first episode was simply a, uh, you know, a a lure, a test to see if the community would embrace it. And they didn't. And that pisses me off. I'm not mad at the game. Mad at the community. Mad at the community because like they had this cool cult that was kidnapping kids and all this weird shit. And I was like, God damn, this is a cool world. But I'll never get to go back. So that, that leaves me a little bitter as you can probably hear in my voice you do sound bitter but let's lighten it up let's lighten it up Bill wants to know do the Boston Dynamics robots worry you at all and have you seen the gif of these fucking things I've seen a lot of these I've been following these things for years off and on and I think in general no they don't scare me they don't scare you not in the slightest holy shit dude not in the slightest oh my god because first of all they're output machines they only do what they're told to do well that's what we think i mean that's how they always get you dude who gets me but that's the thing they're output machines anybody can tell it to output right what if it's hacked well what if you've seen the dog one i've seen the dog one you what kick if it you over just, and all that stuff what if someone puts like hashtag hashtag colon go bite dicks hashtag untag oh. you know end end colon i don't know how to program right but then the dogs come zip around chomping at dicks and they're mechanical dogs you can't shoot them dead well yeah what are you gonna do you got what are you gonna tase them Ta- tasers fail 80 percent of the time that, I went on a ride along last night. Step. I know that's a fact. That, that's crazy. So you know we're looking at we're looking at an army of metal dog biting or dick biting dogs. There might be two of those robots in the world. I don't think we're looking at an army of them. Hey, you you know we thought that automated vehicles weren't going to be as pervasive as they are. Waymo just signed on a hundred more. No, more than that, like six thousand. As many as many as there are taxis in New York, Waymo's going to release these these automated vehicles. It scares the shit out of me. You could hack those too. You could say, "Hey, go run into people you, everywhere." We're talking about Boston Dynamics robots. I know. I'm so just I've saying. I've seen the ones that are bipedal that like you know mm-hmm. climb shit and stand yeah, up any day now. I've bite seen your like dick. the one that holds the door open for people. Hold the door open when yeah. you get through. Bite your dick. Right. I don't know why you have this dick biting fear. I don't like the jowls on them. They're very metallic, and okay. I feel like they can. I mean, you know, a human 
mandible, like somewhat soft, 400 pounds of pressure. I okay. think okay. A, a metal one mm. with no like soft tissue, bones mm. or ligaments. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a squished penis. Boy, I think about these things. You're very worried. I don't want them to be anywhere. No, I'm, I'm very excited about those for, for multi- multitude of purposes. Like uh, imagine like military application. Imagine like, if I you, mean, yeah, like if you have a, like one of these dogs, they can basically be a pack mule. Like if you go for a hike, you just throw all your gear on this shit. It won't fall over. It'll walk in the mud in the rain. It doesn't give a shit, and it'll carry all your shit for you. How awesome is that? Yeah, and get you alone in the mountains and fucks the shit out of you. Do you want? Do you want <laughs> I mean, that? What else do you go to the mountains? <laughs> Unless it is to get fucked. Well, maybe or to enjoy the scenery without being fucked by a metal dog. Well, you know, I think tomato, it, I, tomato. <laughs> or yeah. Whatever. I, I am not scared in the slightest of these things. I have zero I th- technophobia. I think our days are numbered, and black mirrors onto something. Okay. All right. So, what do we want out of E three? This is E three question. So, E three, right around the corner. It's this 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 coming weekend, right? It's big deal. Uh, lots of press conferences lined up. Lots of uh, games going to be revealed. Lots of updates on the games that were revealed. I mean, eons ago. So what we're going to do this time, we're not going to belabor this too much. There's a shit ton of press conferences. You've got EA, Ubisoft, Nintendo, Square Enix, Microsoft, Sony, a lot of them. Bethesda, a lot of them. That's, it's way too many to detail in each one. It's we actually six. Whole, I don't know if it's too many, but it's it's six. We could do a whole episode on each. And Devolver, seven. There's Devolver. seven. There's Devolver. So like, there's a lot. So instead of like unpacking each of these... We're going to do something a little different. We're going to have a wish list and predictions. Yeah. And let's do predictions first and then wish list. We'll do predictions first. So this is, uh, we just, five predictions. We don't really have any, like, scale or category of likelihood or, uh, like, how outlandish these predictions are. They're just predictions. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you've probably been beaten to death by them and you have your own and, and ours don't matter. But we're going to do We're talking about them because we have a podcast. goddamn podcast we and we do what we want. Goddamn podcast. <laughs> So, uh, to begin with, I will start off my prediction list. We're going to have five each. Uh, number one, I think Sony's going to drop something really cool at the end of their press conference. I think that's not a bold statement. I don't think it's bold at all. But it is a prediction. But there's some, uh, uh, it is a prediction, and it is, you know, it may not happen because they have already stated ahead of time they're going to focus on their big four games. Um, which I'm trying to remember all of them right now. I guess it's uh, the Shadow of, I don't know, that, that Japanese feudal game, which I can't pronounce probably. We talked about it last time. Uh, last of Us 2, Spider-Man, and that other one. What's the other one? I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna oh, uh, the the, the um, uh, dude, the dude's game. You oh, dude. uh, Days Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so Why can't we, we I, neither of us can I remember anything right now. It's crazy. His uh, name is Kojima. That's that's what that's what I was oh, looking for. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Death Stranding. Not Days Gone. It's Death Stranding. Yeah, Days Gone is the Xbox thing. No, Days Gone is the or a Microsoft uh, Play, thing. PlayStation thing. Is it? In, is it yeah, PlayStation? It's the, the biker zombie. Oh, game. everybody's got a zombie game, baby. I don't care. Truth. Everybody's got one. But anyway, so they've already stated they're going to focus on these four games pretty much exclusively during their press conference. But I do think at the end there will be, you know, okay, you know, um, Sean Layden's going to come out and be like, all right, and before we go. We got one more thing for you. A lot of lip smacking. A lot of lip smacking. A lot of lip smacking. He's going to be try to be dressed that somewhat relatable. Yeah, but he's still going to look aloof. He's still going to look someone mm-hmm. who doesn't necessarily fit in. You're not going to see him at a drive-through. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, you know lifestyles of the rich and famous vibe. Right. 
He also, and I brought this up before, he looks like Angus McFadden, who played Robert the Bruce in uh, Braveheart. You have brought that up, yeah. He's going to look like, he's and gonna you're look not like wrong. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to come out in maybe jeans, sneakers that he just bought, and some ill-fitting sports shirt that has a PlayStation logo on it. But anyway, at the end of the press conference. But I get excited when I see him. I'm I not going to lie. too now. I, I miss Andy House, though. I miss Andy House more than anything. I miss Jack, Jack Trenton. Trenton. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway... At the end, there will be uh, the screen will go dark, and we'll see a logo of a developer that we didn't expect to see. Whether it's from software and their new new title, who knows? That would be the that'd be that'd, that'd yeah, be the big bomb, that'd be the big right? one. Yeah. So it, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, who knows? I think there will be something. I agree with you, and I think at the very end they'll just release a pack of metal dogs, and everybody in the audience will have their dicks <laughs> bitten off, and that'll yeah, be Sean really Lane's cool. Just standing on the on the stage, holding the microphone, screaming. Boston Dynamics, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the logo that pops up on screen. I love it. Uh, for me, I think, um, now this is bold. Okay. And this also could be, uh, we'll, we'll, this could be one of two things. We'll either see a Crackdown 3 release date or a ca- Crackdown 3 cancellation date. Oh, shit. I don't know. They wouldn't cancel during an E3. That'd be stupid. But right. uh, we'll, we'll absolutely... Uh, we'll get something firm. See something. Yeah. I, we have I to, so. right? Like I If they so. haven't canceled it yet... Well, I mean, I, I did bring up to earlier that the Amazon canceled all the fucking pre-orders. You did bring that up, yeah. But um, they, apparently it was a mistake. I'm throwing air quotes around that. Generously air quotes. But there would be, before E3, dragging this out for this long, if mm-hmm. it were not going to exist, they would have said so by now, right? Probably. And if, if there, I mean, it's it's one of the, honestly, one of the few Microsoft properties that's kind of, we know that's cooking right now. Like Right. I mean, unless they have that to Walmart Canadian E3 League is anything to go by. Which is a new Halo and a new Gears. Oh, of course. Yeah. We're pretty sure those are coming. Here's the thing, though, mm. with Crackdown. So when you think about you Microsoft... You have to be mean, because I still care. It's not mean. It's hopeful. So you think about Microsoft exclusives, you think, one, what are the three big exclusives that they're going to have this year that we know of? Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, and Crackdown 3. Now, the first two, I've already kind of floundered. Like you, you'd, you'd say, flou- you'd I would say, say floundered. floundered. Okay, they have made no splash. I mean, when you compare it to the Sony splashes, of, right. of you know the exactly. cannonball dive, exactly a lot like of big the, splashes the there. High swan dive off the tallest mm-hmm. fucking diving mm-hmm. board. So, like, they've got to make this work. So, if it is, if there is trouble in paradise with Crackdown Three, they're not going to say a word about it. It's true. They they dare not for the sake it's of their true. you know stakeholders. Yeah. Now you got a good point. What's your other prediction? Next prediction is one about Nintendo. And so we got the reveal that Smash Bros. is coming to Switch. We still, I guess, are somewhat unclear whether this is a remaster slash remake of the one for Wii U or if it's an entirely new title. Personally, I can't imagine it's an entirely new title. I think it'll be the Wii U version just adapted to Switch with all the content and maybe a couple extra characters like, yeah. you know, what's his ass from Dark Souls. Or the more they maybe they'll just more accurately title it. The Smash Siblings. Smash Siblings, right. Because why mm-hmm. wouldn't they? Uh, either way, I think the game will be uh, confirmed as a 2018 release date. With a re- 2018 release date. I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't think they're going to drag it out any longer. I don't have neither a Boston Dynamics uh, dog joke nor a Horchacho joke nope. to tag to that. So I'm going to move on to Perfect Dark 2. Oh. Wow. Perfect Dark 2. Yeah. Now, this is something I haven't even thought about. Really? Even right. though it's been on the sheet for a good 45 minutes to I'm an look, hour? I'm trying not to look at your shit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that would be interesting because uh, last, I guess, two Perfect Dark games and all the Perfect Dark games have been rare. Yeah. Right? 
Do you mm-hmm. think that Microsoft would hand this franchise off to someone else because uh, Rare's busy with Sea of Thieves? I don't know. Interesting. I don't know, but uh, gotta have something in there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a prediction. I it's like fun. it. I like yeah. it. It's yeah. fun. Kind of feeling it. I would like to see that, frankly. M- maybe a maybe just a logo, no date. You know, just mm-hmm. a hey, we're working on it. We're just like here. Maybe like part he- of a sizzle reel where we don't even know what the game is. We just people guess. They're like, was that Perfect Dark? No, no. Here's how it would go. Was that was that Perfect Dark? Screen goes black. Mm-hmm. You hear gunshots. You hear sirens. The ambient sounds of a city. Then you hear radio transmissions. Oh, okay. And then it's just some unidentified voice saying, Joanna, Joanna, mm, are you a lot there? Of Joanna, yeah. And then boom. you get a boom like 2020 or in development or something like that. That's how that reveal will go. That, I mean, that's the best way to do it. Don't show anything. Yeah, don't show anything. Just God, don't audio. show anything. Yeah. Um, cool. Hey, I got a question. So I was really busy the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a thing. It said, it said something about Fallout... Um, 76 right and i know like i was i mean i was really busy mm-hmm. like i didn't i didn't talk to you much and right. did i miss fallout 5 through 75 no and th- those no, didn't happen those didn't happen are you sure pretty it, sure if you're lying to me right now tell me what would tell me what your favorite fallout between that was and what was it about i i can't because i'm i'm, I'm sure okay it wasn't okay okay i was just checking fallout 76 Okay, what was your uh, what was your other prediction? Next prediction is that there still will not be a release date for Final Fantasy VII Remake from Square Enix, but there will be one for Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. That's I, kind of a dual prediction. It is a dual prediction. That's almost two predictions. Uh, but I think that those two were kind of locked in my brain, you know, because those are the two games that people want uh, from Square Enix more than they want the next edition of Final Fantasy XV. Like, how many are those that are going to be? Uh, so I think that we'll probably n- either not see an update or see an update, but no final date on Final Fantasy VII Remake. But we will get one for sure from Kingdom Hearts 3. I think we might get an Episode 1 release date. Of, you think so? Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I definitely Because be it's surprised. episodic, I could see something coming soon and then the rest of it being later. If it later. still is episodic. That's true. We haven't heard that. We haven't heard it. Shit. Over a year since that update. At least. Last of Us 2 release date, I think that's deaf. Because that's going to be one of the games they focus on, right? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah that's an easy prediction. So I can't even go wrong. You can't go wrong. Do you think it'll be 2018? Mm. Let me nail you. I think it'll be a March 2019. March 2019? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. That's when they release their hotties, man. That's when they That's when they, true. they drop the hot plops Boom. right there in March. March or April. March or April, yeah. yeah. Boom. Knock and plop. All right. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey will be a 2018 title. I think they took one year off. I don't think they're going to take another year off. When did Origins release? It released last fall. Was it like November? Yeah. Okay. Ish. October yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's almost disappointing. I mean, it's great. It's always great to have games. And yeah. it's always great when big developers make big games that everybody wants. Everybody, right. everybody but, well, you know, Assassin's Creed is going to sell. They're going to sell. Yeah. But I'm still, I still think, spread them out. You're still fatigued? I'm not fatigued. I just... I think they should be spread out. They're not. They're. They're. Every year that they make one, it becomes less special of a franchise to me. It slowly turns into this thing Fair that's enough. easily forgotten and overlooked and just expected and taken for granted and means less and becomes trite. Trite. And even the game. It's. I mean. It's. Um. You, you saw what happened to that. I mean, the whole reason they took a year off to begin with was because it got stale. Yeah. And it, it stands to you know they could Here, do that again. Here's the thing though. The 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 setting 
which is pretty much already being confirmed for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, is Greece, specifically ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally love this because I really think they did a great job in Origins of taking the mythology and specifically the you know theological mythology of ancient Egypt and incorporating it in creative ways with the Assassin's Creed storyline, but also improving pretty much every part, the combat, the traversal, et cetera, mission structure. So if they can do that again, but do it in ancient Greece and still incorporate that mythology, uh, you know, with, you know, Mount Olympus and all that shit, I would, I would, I would be very happy with that. Yeah. I really would because I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for that in general, as you know, I guess selfishly, I'm just so behind on Assassin's Creed games. I just stop for a minute and let me catch up, but I'm not going to catch up anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. You still haven't played Assassin's Creed four. Yeah, and at this point, I may not. That's fair. I kind of got my fill with uh, of sea boating around on the old Sea of Thieves. Eh, it's not quite the same. I understand that. But yeah, I understand I that. You. Well, there's there's also the old kind of rip off pirate game that's coming from Skull Sony, Bones. right? Oh well, it's right. a Ubisoft actually. Oh, oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Yeah. Okay, uh, something crash related. I think that uh, I yeah. think Sony might do. I think test the waters a little bit with the remake. Or the whatever you want to call that, the remaster, mm-hmm. the the old crash, bringing it back, bringing it on back mm-hmm. thing. I think that was a, I think it was a bit of a test the waters. I think it went well. Yeah, it was a. I think it it might have topped the charts there for a little bit in it terms of sales did. for a little bit. I think that's a really good sign. Yeah, and I think maybe they. Uh, I don't think it's coming like this year, but I think we might see something like, hey, we got something coming. And mm. I could see crash. You know, any iteration of crash from now on, if they you know could still keep it cartoony, still keep it simple, almost like a super lucky, but with crash. Sure. $30 games, it doesn't have to be a big $60 whole fair, you know, sure. the fans will buy it. Look at look at the the Sonic uh yeah. What do they call it? What do they call it shit? Yeah. The whatever. The yeah. so, the thing that the new I know Sonic what you mean. Sonic Mania. Yeah. Sonic Mania. Yeah, yeah look yeah. at that. I mean, pe- people will buy it. Game, yeah. It doesn't have to be a full $60 full-fledged first person <laughs> over the shoulder romp through 70 hour thing. It just just make a crash game. Right. And we'll, people will fucking buy it. They'll love it. Yeah, and interestingly enough, the game is about to release on Switch and Xbox too. So like the the original trilogy remaster, yeah. So that mean that would be a good time to cash in on that. That is a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving my prediction more now. Thank you. No, you're you're absolutely welcome. Uh, last prediction for me is below. Finally, still won't have a release date. Yeah, I, I mean, is that game just gone though? No, it's back. It went away for like a years. Why like, would it take so long to make a game like that? So here's here's what happens. Here's what happens. So initially, the games released. I want to say the first E3 after the Xbox One released. So we're looking 2015, I guess. Mm. 2016. 2016. Oh, when did it release? I don't, I don't know. fucking know. No, it would have been 2014. You're right. So initially, it was you know teased from below announcement trailer E3 2013. 2013. Holy shit. So. Here we go. That's a, that's 2013. A long five years ago. So Cappy Games, short for Capybara, which is an adorable creature. They had announced the game, and then I think it got a follow-up the next E3. And then around that time was this huge amount of dissatisfaction with the outcome of these games. There was a lot of dissatisfaction with the Assassin's Creed game. A lot of games weren't meeting expectations. Now, granted, you know, this is a much smaller game and a much different game than those. But I remember because, you know, I follow Cappy Games and I was excited about this game to see when it was going to release. And the, the update that they gave was like, look, we're not going to release this until it's ready. We want to make sure it's right. We'll be back at some point. And they basically went radio silent for a long time. And then, you know, earlier this year, they came back and were like, 
will be there. So I, but still, I do not think we're going to get a release date for this game. I will be shocked if we see a date. Where, um, where would they show this in any three? It would be the ID at Xbox Sizzle Reel. Okay. Yeah. That's where it would be. Um, okay. I think uh, we maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You're a maybe on it? I'm a, well, I, you know, this is more part of my prediction. Yeah, sure. I think we, we maybe might, uh, most definitely, probably could mm-hmm. see a Bayonetta 3. Ooh. Well, yeah. I mean, it feels about right, right? Yeah, it feels right. I mean, they've already announced that it's happening. So... Who knows? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, right. They, they didn't announce it would be at E3, but they, right. they sort they of announced, announced it was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we might, I'm thinking we might see a like little, little bit. gameplay? Yeah, and, you know, I think it, you know, uh, the Sega-Nintendo relationship, obviously this could be mm-hmm. uh, one of the, I don't think Bayonetta's quite on the level of, of obviously a lot of the beloved um, uh, Nintendo franchises and obviously Sega being right. is separate from that. Uh, I don't know, what I'm saying is I don't think it has the hoopla of a lot of other things that Switch could show. Sure. For me, it certainly does. I'd be excited, um, yeah. but I could see that being a big deal announcement if they if they so. came out and said. I think it's. A, yeah. I don't. I almost wonder if it's a system seller. I I almost wonder. Really? Yeah, because you know Bayonetta one and two. Well, one, one was multi platform, yeah, and then two exclusively Wii U. Mm-hmm. Three, I think, is exclusive to Switch. Maybe I mm. think. So like I th- I think it has the like I think it has the potential to sell systems. It's the only point I'm trying to make. Um I think it kind of fills that void on the Nintendo platform where you want that whimsical Japanese action game where you know you just don't have those. So yeah, are you able to get one and two on the Switch in any capacity? I guess you can. You yes. can. Yeah. That's okay, good. All right, cool. All right, that does it for my uh, my predictions. Okay. And uh, that does it for your predictions. So it let's move does. into the wish list. So wish those list. are things that were like, hey, I'd almost... Well, it's not like you'd put money on it, but like you'd feel pretty damn good if you were right. You know? You'd be like, ha, see, I told you. Right. That's an I told you so list. Like This, this is like me waiting by the television during the press conference with bated breath, hoping that they say what I want them to say. Well, I mean, you, would you hope that they would say below won't have a release date? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was predictions. I yeah. was talking about what we're moving oh, on to. for this, yeah, a little this. more than beta bread. This is, yeah. my wish list is like if they say it, right. I will sh- shit fart hot semen. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll be excited. That's ex- very exciting. Yeah, I'll be rowdy. That's biologically impressive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I will have to break something in my body to oh. produce the amount of visible excitement. Yeah. So other people around me be like, wow, he must be excited and he needs a doctor. Shit. Yes. That's impressive. Okay. So yeah. so this is our wish list. This is what we absolutely have no basis to, to you know, to... I wrote mine in all caps. Right. You That's how excited caps, I yeah. was thinking about them. Yes. I, I just wrote some shit down. So uh, I'll go first. As usual, I want the next Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Mainline Elder Scrolls. Not that online bullshit and not that card game bullshit. I want the next full-fledged Elder Scrolls game. Now, Brian, a good friend, Briz, mm-hmm. at Hokey Briz on Twitter... Uh, had the shower thought, so he says, hashtag it anyway, that the reason that Bethesda decided to go ahead and announce or tease Fallout 76 along with Rage, to, along with Rage 2, Two which yeah. they basically confirmed, uh, is that they want these to have their day in the sun before whatever they announce at their presser gets all the limelight. Now, what could do that? Of course. Not Dishonored 3. I don't think Brian's far off on that. If that's I, think it's, I think it's shrewd if they did that. It's definitely shrewd. It's mm. smart. Savvy. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
But this has done a lot of smart things. Yeah. There was no reason, I mean, aside from generating hype, to, to announce Fallout 76 early. Could you imagine the hype if they actually announced it during the presser? Absolutely. Much Which be- they've done before. Much higher. Like, think about Fallout 4. Think about that time. That, time, that time that we had when we... Time. Of course, the the difference... Mm. And it, you're right, still. But the difference being, for Fallout 4, a lot of people expected it. There were some really small leaks, and people were kind of like... There were some interesting telltale signs, like but I th- Redbox stocked up on Fallout 3 rentals. Right. Like, everyone was like, oh, what does that mean? Right, and so... That was impressive. I think the, the thing that we left that press conference, like, crazy over was the release date. We're like, oh, shit, and it's coming fucking soon, and we get Fallout Shelter. Like, they just kept dropping shit on us, which was mm-hmm. great. Right. Um, and they, they held all that for that conference. They're like, mm-hmm. all right, so we won't like. there's people pretty, people kind of know we're going to talk about fallout four, but we have all these other things that we can drop with it. That's right. great. So the reason I think Brian might be onto something was that there was no, no teaser, no leak, nothing about this fallout mm-hmm. game. Right. And so, yeah, it's kind of like, this is all we've got for that. You know? Right. Here it is. And then the press conference is going to be something. Else. It, it is. It's, it's a little bit, um, I don't want to be too optimistic about it. Correct. I don't either. I think it would be really smart if they did that, but I would also... Might just get Dishonored 3, and we'll be like, God damn, okay. Right. We're doing 2, which I would be really happy I'd with. actually be pretty happy about that. I'd yeah. be really happy. But, but either way, like it kind of makes sense if they want to you know, say, hey, more information, like kind of like they did at the press conference, here's Fallout 76, to get some attention. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what else they have. Yeah, who knows? Because maybe after last year's abysmal showing... They're like, we need to drum up some hype. See, I didn't think they're... I guess I expected last year's show to, to lack a lot of heavy hitters, so I wasn't as disappointed. I was disappointed because they made me stay up so late for a 45-minute sh- video. shit fuck of it, was that I was up... It was just like, I could watch this on YouTube at any point. On a work You did night. not need to be live for this. God, we got Eastern Time Zoned again. That's what we call That's what you yeah. call that. We got yeah. EDST'd. Yes. Sure. My my wish list, number one on my wish list. Actually, I'm going I'm to save that one for last. Okay, save it, it for last. I'm going to yeah. save my favorite one for last. Yeah. Uh, Telltale Stranger Things. How fucking cool would that be, though? That would be the does it Does it feel kind of a, like a right thing? Doesn't it feel kind of like natural, no, though? It seems, it seems very right. Yeah. It seems like a, a place ripe for it. Wouldn't that be cool? Dude. Dude, I, it, would be, it would be the best. I'd be ecstatic. I don't even know how it would work, honestly. I'm not sure either, but I think it's a universe that is ripe with... They've done it with other shows. Mystery, They've done it with the Game of Thrones. They right. Obviously, did it with Walking Dead, although with a subset of the cast. Comics, that really, you know, it stuff. could be uh, it could be the Stranger Things and just borrow a character um, and you know do Maybe something bring different Max from wherever she came from to yeah to wherever they yeah. are like yeah. a lead into Max or something. Like, could, they could do they could do any number of things. Obviously, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love the world, cast. and I want I want another access to it other than the show. I want I to be in there a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. My next prediction, or wish list, rather, not prediction, is a new AAA title from Microsoft. And, and by new, I mean completely, we don't know what it is. It's not a franchise. It's not linked to another franchise. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new, pristine, shiny, glossy, not satin, game or franchise from Microsoft. Like, they had their chance so many times with these games that just either got canceled or flopped, and I really want them to come out and say, here's, you know, where we're, you know, you know planting our stake in the ground yeah. or whatever. You know, we're we're saying this is who we are now. Because they really don't have anything. You know, they've got the Halo, they've got Gears, they've got Forza. They don't have a lot to pull from. That's it, and that's all they're doing. And that's kind of the that's kind of the problem, really. That's the biggest problem. You look at, look at Sony. They can part. pull from anything. I mean, 
One idea that I have is just get a good get a good license. You know, do something. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. an original idea is great. You know, you look at um, people scoffed at Scalebound. Obviously, it wasn't a perfect game, but at least it was it was a new IP idea they were sinking a lot of money into, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it had promise. It would have sold. You look at Sony, who can. You know, they got Kojima in their pocket. They obviously have this long-standing God of War series. They're able to get Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man's going to sell if, it, if it's an Xbox exclusive or a PS4 exclusive. It's fucking Spider-Man. Right. Get get some, get a get a Marvel license. Yeah, Do something. Sure. Well, like, here's the thing. When you look at, the, you know, and not to, like, whack off the Sony cock for terribly long. Well. I'm going to say that out loud. <laughs> well, you did. You said worse. <laughs> I've said I don't know why we're skirting around. <laughs> I don't either. Like, who do we think we're sending this out to? <laughs> I don't know. We've been, I want to bring this up right now, actually. This has been bothering me. <laughs> for 68 episodes, we've just been tiptoeing around bullshit. Like, like our like our bosses are going to fucking hear these. Episodes. I don't give a fuck or a shit or a fuck. We can, we can say whatever. It's our podcast. We, we don't we don't get, it's, nobody listens to this fucking shit. We can say whatever we want. So, you yeah. want to whack off Sony's cock? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So, so like they they have series, you know. Obviously, the the Souls series started with them, with Demon Souls. Uh, they've got Bloodborne. They've got Neo, which is still kind of in that lineage, but obviously a different developer. They've got Spider Man. They've got God of War. They've got Uncharted. They've got the Yakuza series. So like they've got all these different, very different kind of games in their back pocket at any given point. And yeah. I'm sure there's tons of them in development Persona. right now. Persona, right. I mean, that's another PlayStation exclusive, even though they dabble in, in, in game, in, in you know, like portable Nintendo stuff. Horizon, that's another new one. So, like, they've got all these options, and they're all very different and appeal to a wide variety of things, where Microsoft doubles down on the, quote, core gamer, which is, my you know, Halo, Gears, a lot of multiplayer stuff. A lot of multiplayer which is, stuff. It's smart. I mean, the, the Game Pass idea is really good for a lot of that stuff. It like, is, the way they've built their framework. The thing is, they just don't have... Right. There's not a lot there that you can't get somewhere else or you probably already don't have or played. And honestly, from from my perspective, um, at least in terms of somebody who's been following it, for, you know, not as intensively as, as everybody for years, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. let's say the last eight years I've been following it pretty good. Okay. Yeah. My... my my idea of the way these two companies operate is that if if Sony shows me something good, I immediately think it's going to be great. Okay, no matter what they they tried right. out, they just tried out a logo and a guy talking about it. I'm like, that's probably going to be a really good yeah, game. And then you can bring it Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Then like that's probably going to be yeah. a fucking great game. You see the Naughty Dog logo, you're happy. But no matter what Microsoft shows me, I'm skeptical. Uh, no, I 100 percent agree. A sizzle roll of 56 games, every single one of them. I'm like, constantly like, I don't know, maybe I don't know. Like. If they show me something for longer than like two minutes, it's something that I know that they're proud of, and I'm like, uh, mm. I don't know, I don't know, yeah. Microsoft, I don't know if you should do this. We're Sony, and I'm like, that's probably going to fucking kill. That yeah. looks great. And and, and and to come to Microsoft's defense, they have landed a couple of pretty interesting games in recent memory. Uh, chief of which is Cuphead. Like this Dude, is something right? that they landed, which is you know, exclusive to their platforms. I know it's on PC as well, but that's Microsoft. So it's the same thing. So I, I think that's, a, you know, but the problem is that's not going to sell systems. No. And that's going to appeal to a very much narrower margin of gamer. So like their, you know, a support of this kind of game and their investment in this kind of game is admirable. But the problem is like they're doubling down on, you know, I, I, I don't know what their plan is. You need like, to I multiply really every good idea you have at Microsoft by five to achieve yeah, Sony. To, to get, you know? Yeah, because like I said, I mean, all the stuff that Sony's doing, and once again, whacking off that Sony cock. Whack it. They're a little underpowered in hardware. Their online system is not quite as robust, even though it's much more reliable and safer, hopefully, than it was in the past. Um, they still manage to just 
churn out great games and great franchises and have so much stuff in the pipeline that like every year when it comes to the C3 stuff, you're just excited because you know what you're going to see. And at the same time, Microsoft is offering these services, which backward compatibility, backward compatibility, um, game pass, Xbox live games with gold stuff. But Sony just keeps like, nah, we're going to make another uh, Last of Us. Now nah, we're going to make another Yakuza. Nah, let's throw in some Spider-Man. You guys want some Horizon Zero Dawn? Would you like some Last of Us Part yeah. 2? You want God of War? Probably the you know highest rated Metacritic game of all time. If, yeah. Maybe. I think that's like, the difference between the two companies. Whereas Sony's biggest decision making is where to throw their money. Whereas Microsoft is figuring out how to make it. Like they're just like, yeah. what? Will, what can we do with what? What? And Sony doesn't have to think that hard anymore. They're just like, okay, you're up next. You're up next. They just pull. They pull off the bench. Right. I think it's probably hard for them to determine who gets the spotlight. Yeah. True. They, they're in a really good position. That's what we're saying. Really. And so you're basically just your wish list is just please Microsoft. Please have one good idea. One good idea. <laughs> you know, give me something unique. Give me something that I will care about. But also not just, you know, beating off the nostalgia. Give me something new that's interesting and cool, which, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. please. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's move this along. Uh, other wish list, uh, EA, uh, they straighten themselves out. They, 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 they have a come to Jesus. They come out, they apologize for everything they've ever done. I don't think it's going to happen. Every, that's a great wish, though. Hey, hey, everybody in a suit with a with a fancy accent comes out there. They all come together. They hold hands. They say, please, for, please forgive us. Sports, sports, TV, sports. And then <laughs> they say, they bring out... Uh, Don Madrick. Uh, no, fuck that guy. Me. Guy. Oh, yes, that'd be great. So everybody <laughs> takes turns just fucking roundhouse and Don Madrick. <laughs> just, yeah. just straight up Patrick Swayze I'm, in him. God damn, I'm so hard right now. And then, actually, you changed my wish list. So they take rounds on his fucking face. No, I'm kidding. So, uh, and then they bring out uh, the whole Maxis team, and they show off uh, SimCity Five, and Ooh. I uh, pass out. Oh, yeah, from just blood rushing right to your dick. From uh, your head. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave I it like there. It. Yeah, okay. yeah, a blood rush to the to the head. Yeah, I just pass out. So while we're, on I don't the- even see the end of it. I have to wait a week. I have to watch it on YouTube. To see how it ended. Uh, Why well, you have to wait a whole week? You're yeah. out for a week. Yeah, coma. Yeah, it was. Dude, a lot of blood loss. Holy shit. Yeah, big head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I <laughs> yeah. Massive head. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, that, would, that would excite me a lot. Uh, yeah. Now, this is obviously a wish list that I know is not going to happen because right, it's, right, it's largely uh, defunct. But if EA would embrace, uh, and just maybe the general wish list, uh, a lot of those franchises that they've killed that we know that we hate them for, yeah. they maybe could get some fanfare in the right direction yeah. if they were able to reassemble or do something to, to bring back something that they've killed. Revive something... Yeah, that they've put in the closet. Give me new Jade Empire. I don't know. How cool would that be? I know it's unlikely, but would that would that help them a little bit to show that, like, hey, like, we yeah, we killed this, right? Um, Sorry, here's a, we're reviving it. Yeah, we're Frankenstein it. I don't know. Like, I think what EA is going to do is focus on two things. One, which is Battlefield Five, or V specifically, because mm-hmm. V for Victory, V Day, all that stuff. And I think the other thing that they're going to focus on is Anthem. You know, I think that's going to be their their big, uh, their big focus. If you could, if you could go at Don Matrick, mm-hmm. how like where would you hit him? I think it have to be the nose. You think no? It's a lot of nose. I just feel like that's easy. I kind of want to get him like part of the neck and ear just to see his face. Wow, see him react. Wow, I really don't like that guy. I, I know. I feel like he. I, not to just be overly critical of this man. Or just outwardly dead. violent towards someone you don't really know. Right, exactly. Kind of like I'm being right now. Like, right. I really want to hurt him, but I shouldn't. Is, the thing is, he never looked like he quite belonged on stage at a Microsoft presentation. It looks like he, or he wore... 
Well, oh, the dummy, yeah, 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 dummy. yeah. It just always looked like he was wearing his "I have a court date" suit yeah, rather than "I belong in this suit." I don't know. Well, you know, and it's just that uh, he he's he's a businessman, right? Like, right, not a gamer, a businessman. You know, do, doing the game thing, and it, it's really not his fault for trying to make money. But no, he's just not. You know, E three yeah. is it's a it's somewhat of a performance. It's theatrical. It's, Sean Layton it's, like barely barely got it at first. Yeah, he's getting it though. Matrick never never got never it. Got it. Never, never got it. it. All right. So my final prediction is that we will get a release date, and I'm going to slightly change that and maybe say release window for Metroid Prime Four. You think so? I think we will because the reason why yeah, they'll say I think like that, early twenty something shit. Right. The reason I think that is because they've already said with the uh, uh, Game Freak slash Pokemon Company's already said, hey, the the full fledged Pokemon games will be out by the end of 2019. So that's already out of the way. Right. So I think they can say that, hey, Metroid Prime 4, 2019 or 2020 or something like that. I think we'll get a window. Okay. I hope we'll get a window. Let's say it's 2012 and you're hiding behind the curtain. What melee weapon do you come at Don Metric with? 2012 and I'm hiding behind... I'm, I'm going to go with um, probably just a bow staff. I'm thinking... Here's something for me. Okay. It's And it's a weapon that you don't see in a lot of games as a melee weapon. The hoe. Oh, where's the hoe been? Where has the hoe been? Hit that guy with a hoe. Oh, shit. not the sharp end. No, Don't no, kill just, him. It's just the handle. You hit him with the handle, but you're still holding the hoe. Right. And it's funny, you know. Headlines are saying Dog Magic hit with <laughs> a hoe. Toe. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Either way, you're attacked with the hoe. Is somebody going to say hoe handle? No. no. You're the hit. The clicks are coming from the hoe. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I'm saying? All right. So as, my as other they always do. Uh, no, your, yours was yours was great, and I, and I agree with yours. And yours is a wish list, but I think it's it's almost a prediction. I think there's a high likelihood that we'll get that. Yeah. I really want one. I think showing that logo last year almost um, obligates them to show us something this year, or else everyone's going to be dissatisfied with what Nintendo shows. If we're like, where sure. was the Met- where the Metroid is? <laughs> where is it? Is the Me- <laughs> where the Me- where is the Metroid is? That's what I'm going to say. Right. I I want when I get angry. Metroid. When I get angry, I go straight mountain dunk. Right. I can't even make sense. You, you start just closing off the back of your throat and breathing through it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 I'll it. be mad about me. I where my Metroid is. I'll say What's that. What's your final wish list? Jeff? My final one. And this is going to close out the show here in an hour and 46 minutes. No, not quite. Really? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> is 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 one that's obvious and not going to happen. Right. But, but you want it but, real bad. But I think in all likelihood of my three, maybe it's the definitely most likely. Least like, okay. No, I think it's actually the most likely. I think the other two were just like dreams. It's still not likely, but it's far more likely than the other two. This is something that actually, well, this is something that could actually exist, I think. Okay. Uh, it won't, but it could. And that's Dark Cloud 3. Dark Cloud 3. The third Dark right. Cloud game of the Dark bad. Cloud series. You want that real bad. Dude, I want it so bad. I'm, I want it so bad that I don't even know if I want it anymore. I've just wanted it so long. Right. It's Yeah. That I just, it's me that wants it. Mm. It's just, it kind of defines me. But... I would play the shit out of it. Yeah, I would play would. it even if I hated it. I'd love it. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I want it so much. I, so much vindication. Yeah. They could just release like a hot bag of of <laughs> baboon shit and be like, "This is Dark Cloud 3. You me a hot bag because that's disgusting <laughs> as it is. <laughs> they just release a hot bag. This is a steamy bag. <laughs> just a hot bag. Yeah. You don't know what's in there. You don't. I would just take the contest right on my face and be like, "This Dark Cloud Three is pretty good. Let's do it. It's pretty much Who what I expect. Shit. Yeah. No, seriously though, I would. Yeah. I'd be elated, but yeah, won't, sure. won't happen. No, I thought I thought some of the uh, like the them putting it on the PS4 and that kind of thing, right? Was kind of a market hey, validation. What's up? How's it going? Mm. What's up? Hey, is it Dark Cloud? Mm. Y'all remember? <laughs> y'all remember this Dark Cloud? <laughs> but then nothing came of it. So right, nothing did. Yeah. God damn it. So that's it. 
All right, so that pretty much does episode 68. Yeah. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank everyone who submitted a question. Of course. Um, yeah. Might be something we do more regularly. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Obviously, you'll have your chance to submit questions during the live episode. Right. Uh, but we'll we'll be recapping E3 in that live it's for 69. It's going to be wild. It might be long. It might, might be just an all-nighter. Yeah, it might be long. But please show up. Um, you know, a lot of people, it looks like early early statistics are pointing toward the, the Thursday. Okay. Um, but, again, we'll, we'll find out who wins, and we'll we'll go from there. So we'll be doing live for 69 at some point. We'll announce that on our Twitter. You can follow us at Polykill. Uh, I'm at Plays Games. I'm at the McAxel. And we'll see you live at 69. Wait, hey. Peace. <laughs>